1: hey hey hello God. look at you you got the first hey in
0: I did before I did <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> funny. I got a God story you do yes okay share I love my God stories and just to reiterate you should always share your God stories with your kids and I still do that one doesn't even live in my house so yeah it's just important so it's good encouragement yeah well yesterday um you know, I've been avoiding calling the chiropractor, just, you know, when am I going to get in there? You know, I'm probably not going to get who I want to see and oh. blah, blah, blah. You know, all the excuses not to take care of ourselves. Yeah. I mean, for yeah. weeks I've been avoiding it. So yesterday um, I heard the Holy Spirit say, call now. Mm. And I did. Yeah. And there is my favorite chiropractor that is only there once a week because he's a professor at logan university oh yeah so he teaches a lot yeah he's literally only doing chiropractor work once a week wow And so i call and i was like um i need to see if you know dr Ridgway or day is available and she's like oh dr day has something today at 2 and then she's like but oh, wait a minute, something popped up for Dr. Ridgway tomorrow, <gasps> literally while I was on the phone. Look at that. And said tomorrow at 2.30. She goes, but let me see, I think he has somebody on his waiting list. I was like, okay, I'll wait because I just felt confident. You were going to get That him. I was going to get it. And she calls back giggling and she says, well, the man was super excited that we had this available. But at the last minute, he said, oh, darn it, I can't make it. So the spot is that. for you. So look <laughs> like at that. But really, the lesson I took away from it is how crucial the Holy Spirit timing is on yeah. our obedience. Yeah, Like, look how crucial the timing was.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like,
0: it all happened in a matter of all those minutes yes. for that to work at that time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow. Because... We never really think we're going to see our favorite. Paul right. Croucher, because he's only there once a week. So I yeah. praised Jesus on the phone with the lady. And I told her my story. I told her, I was like, you know what? Holy Spirit told me to call right now. She's like, well, look at that. Uh. Like, <laughs> but you know what? I mean, I just felt like I'm going to share this because let that be the talk in the office. Let yeah. Glory go around. Yeah. For God in Aww. the office. And so. That's awesome. I just totally made my day because yes how he just puts everything in order and it just makes you show up it it makes you see how much he really loves us even the little things because it's not like i'm in dire pain but it's been annoying you know you need an adjustment yeah for weeks so it was that was a nice little that's awesome nice little touch from the Lord, especially
1: to get in there yeah with who you need Mm -hmm. i would love to go back and get my neck cracked I would that. really love to do that, but not with this old spine. That ain't gonna work. Yeah. And I see these videos um, of this chiropractor.
0: I saw one yesterday. Was it a maybe a Korean man or
1: no? Chinese or? no? I've okay. seen that guy, but there's this other guy, kind of scruffly on the face, and um, and he is he's kind of hilarious to me because he. Wow, he can do some adjustments. He's like doing like NBA players and just people, normal everyday people. And
0: saw him. He's kind of tall in an in an office. Yeah.
1: Well, like in a big room. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he puts the microphone like we wear. Yeah. Like by
0: to hear him by the
1: spot that he's adjusting and. Oh, yeah, and what's funny is he reacts to it, too, (laughs) because I've never seen a chiropractor react to when they do an adjustment, like, he'll do an adjustment, and he'll, he'll say, like, oh, my goodness, that was loud. Really? Yeah, and he just, he's so animated, it cracks me up.
0: You have to send that to me. Yeah, it's funny. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh, like. But, man, it, it is so relieving like yesterday i sometimes i'll go through youtube and not click on it and i'm just kind of reading it yeah don't listen to sound but there was a man that was on the street doing adjustments and the woman at the end was saying how and she was crying because she was in i mean it looked like i didn't have the sound on so i thought she was crying because it hurt but she was crying because she got instant relief, relief she was suffering for 10 years 10 years from a car accident that she had that the chiropractor was saying all the things like her chest was out and every part of her body. He adjusted her neck. He put this device on her and like pulled her Yes, that's things. what this
1: guy does. It's yeah, he makes them lay down on the bed and he puts this thing like strap underneath yes. their chin and yes. then he goes and he yanks yanks their head backward. Yeah it was
0: like I'm like what is that about you know I didn't have the sound on so I'm like oh my gosh why is she crying like I I hope it doesn't hurt yeah like oh, she's (laughs) okay but I was reading it It is because she was so overwhelmed with emotions because she was in relief because she had searched for everything and she said she tried everything really yeah
1: yeah I'm not against chiropractic uh, care Totally not against it, but my bit. back is just so, with the arthritis and, I mean, any th- any little thing, I could end up in the hospital again, and I don't want to, I really don't want to have a fifth back surgery.
0: No. But you have to believe that chiro- chiropractors have many other clients that have had back surgery and things like that don't you think? Well,
1: my friend who's the chiropractor, Yeah, if you remember, but she, she gave me the adjustment, Yes, and then the day after, like that night, I could barely walk, and I knew what happened. But
0: has she said, I mean... I don't blame you, her. Yeah, but have you heard I don't like, blame don't her. ever go to a chiropractor because you've had back surgeries? Is that a thing?
1: Um... I don't necessarily know if it's a thing.
0: I love my guy. I trust him so yeah, much. Yeah. I trust him. He's trusted a one and her. done. That's why I like going to him. If I go to other people, it's like I have to have a couple of them. He's a one and done like. Yeah. You know, I am I he has fixed so many things that See the problem is is
1: the arthritis and
0: the scar tissue in my
1: back and you know one adjustment could squeeze that and i could be right back into the hospital again i know yikes but my neck really it needs an adjustment
0: well was your surgery up by your neck maybe you're safe then no it was lower back you're safe i say do it
1: (laughs) 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 may you don't understand that pain I know that pain going into surgery, and it is not fun. No, it's miserable. Uh,
0: but I have also had my neck needing adjustment, and just living with it out of adjustment is painful.
1: It is An because I could only bend my neck this far. What? Yeah, it's stuck there. Kim, yeah, I know to the chiropractor. This, like, if I went a little bit more, I know my neck would crack. Stop and I can it. feel it back here.
0: Go. I know it's out of go. I say go. it's out of whack. I say it's go. So out of whack, Dr. Ridgeway. You better call him now because he's <laughs> on this schedule. And, pr- and pray to God. That, we'll see you next year.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, I do like chiropractors, though. I think you should do your neck.
0: Mm. It's way you know. That's totally yeah. the other end of your body. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways, All right. So I almost forgot for a second we're recording. I know. I
1: almost did, too. I had to look at the screen. I'm like, hmm, okay. Oh, okay. Like nobody wants here. hear. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I think that we have not done a podcast on this scripture, and it's a really, really good scripture, Galatians 6-7. Yeah. And I came across it because I was in my Sparkling Gems for August 2nd. Love Sparkling Gems. Yes. Um, he just really made me look at this scripture in a whole different light because whether you are a believer or an unbeliever, whether you believe it or not, you are sowing into something. Oh, yes. Whether you're a believer or an unbeliever, you're sowing into something. Uh-huh. And... What does that mean, sowing? Yeah, let's see what he says the Greek uh, word is on that. Um, And
1: we're not talking S-E-W-I-N-G, like you're sewing a piece of fabric. We're talking Mm S-O-W-I-N-G.
0: So the word soweth is the word spiro, which refers to any seed that is sown. Um, Notice the emphasis on any seed that is sown. This immediately alerts us to the fact that this law is not applicable only to finances, but to anything in life. All of these are potential seeds that we sow, whether it be love, work, time, mm. patience, yeah. kindness, forgiveness, yep. bitterness, mm-hmm. selfishness, um, money. So it says, yeah, money's part of that. Relationships. Um, making the definition of sow with even broader is the word whatsoever, which is the Greek, which in Greek is the word ian. This word literally throws open the door for it means whatever, whatever things or no matter what a man sows. Can I just go
1: back up for a minute? Yeah, because where you were saying those different things that you could sow in you sow into love, yeah. work, time, patience. Yeah. Um, I think that last sentence is is important. It says all of these are potential seeds that we sow. yeah,
0: yeah, right. Um, but what I really liked about what he brought out about the word is a little bit further. It says the Greek tense doesn't denote a single one-time sewing. Rather, it pictures a person who continually, habitually sews. Whatever a man sews, 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 and sews, and keeps on habitually sewing and sewing and sewing. And so basically, He's saying that you have to faithfully and steadily continue to sow in what you want to reap from. So, like... Yes. So, let's just talk about that. Right. Sowing
1: and reaping.
0: So, first, you need to figure out what are you sowing into.
1: So, what's an example?
0: Well, what came to mind to me was parenting.
1: Yes. Because oh, my
0: goodness. Yes. it's very... And I see this trend a lot lately, and I know it's because there's so many more distractions in the world. There's so much more technology than when we really... Yes. Like, I remember when my girls were little, there were things called an iPod, you know, and just little things. Look what has evolved to today. Yeah. Um, But parenting, I see some parents just kind of want to throw in the towel sometimes, and they're just they almost get to a place where they can be convinced by the child of what they want. And then the parent give in, and I have to remind, like, who's the parent here? Yeah, who's the parent? And who knows really what's right and wrong? Who knows what's best? A child, even a teenager, does does not not know best. Does not know what's best for them. Because can
1: we just remind people that your children's minds are not fully developed until they are between 24 and 26 years of age. Correct. So your four-year-old should not be should not be running the household, nor should your 16-year-old. Right.
0: Right. And so this is a very good example of you have to continually sew and sew and sew into your children what is right and wrong and being consistent because... The thing that's most devastating, too, to the upbringing of your children is not being consistent, because what does that say? Yeah. That it tells the child, it gives them a message, whether that message is spoken or not. And in this sense, you're not really speaking these words, but what you're saying is, I don't have enough energy for you. I don't have enough time for you. I, I can't handle... You, I, you know, and in a sense, they might be, they don't love me, you know, and you're not saying that, but when you just want to give up, yeah, if you want to just give up like, okay, fine, do what you want. Right. Even though deep down, you know that that's not the best thing for them to stay up till one o'clock in the morning on their
1: on Tablet. their devices
0: or to have devices in their room or to <coughs> stay out late with friends that you know are not a good influence. You know what, really, um,
1: I'm not judging, y'all, I'm not judging, but I I just know the goodness, if if you can see the goodness of this, if you're parents of smaller children. And when my husband and I, when we go out to dinner, um, we kind of get a little righteously um, irritated because we see, you know, other families going out to dinner and all the kids have their phone or an iPad or mm-hmm. tablet and they're just soaked in the tablet. And it's like, I just remember when there were no tablets. Yeah. And when my daughter was small. We would, we would make, we would get the most out of that time if we went out to dinner, mm-hmm. because more than likely they will bring a paper placemat, mm-hmm. and if it didn't already have little games on it mm-hmm. to play, like tic tac toe or, right. you know, dot to dot or something, yeah. we would create something. Yeah, we did
0: that too.
1: And we would always have, we would always play a game, some sort of. Some sort of game.
0: Right. Interact.
1: Interact with the
0: kid. So you're just just in that fact, just in just that sentence, interact with your kid. If you're going to want to reap a good relationship with them and you're going to you want to reap invest. communication. got to invest the you time. you got to sow into that. you yeah. got to sow into that. Just like husband and wives have to sow into each other if yes. you want to reap a loving, good connected relationship mm-hmm. it's in all things that we do and I love how he even brought out things that we may not think about like forgiveness and kindness and patience yeah and having a um, controlling your temper you got to work on that those are things that you have to also sew into if you if you want to learn to um, be patient Turn the other cheek. You what things that you can do is just read about what the word says on patience, or mm-hmm. read motivational books about patience, mm-hmm. or read. Read. Um, ask the Lord ask to help the Lord you every single day. That's sewing. Yeah, They're doing those things are sewing. Reading the word and praying. To me,
1: sewing is investing. Mm-hmm. You are doing an action. Yeah, you know, there is an action involved on your part that you have to do to get the benefit or the reward in the end. Mm -hmm. Because if if you don't, what happens if you don't?
0: Well, right here he says, the level at which you sow determines the level you will reap. Yep. Sow a little and you'll reap a little. Sow a lot and you'll reap a lot so inconsistently and you'll reap inconsistently Mm. so regularly and you will reap regularly Mm
1: -hmm. yeah um was this is this six nine galatians six nine let's just
0: seven well i know we started with galatians six seven but but i like nine though if if we should probably read seven through nine yeah or maybe it through ten yeah, five yeah. through 10. You want to read that?
1: Sure. Okay. It says, verse 7, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will, wait, sorry, sows to his flesh, will of the flesh reap corru- corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will... Oh, to the spirit will? This is kind of confusing. No. Can you read this? <laughs> oh my Sorry, it's not making sense to me with that will
0: in there. Okay. I'm not saying it right. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Mm. And let us not grow weary while yeah. doing good. So he's saying don't give up.
1: Yes, don't Especially give up. Especially if you're
0: doing good. You don't. You don't want to stop doing good. For in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose lose heart. Heart, Even if it's hard. That's a promise from the Lord. Yeah. This is a promise, you guys. If you do not grow weary, if you do not lose heart, if you be consistent in due season, God will reap what you're sowing into. You
1: know, this reminds me because I had a client who has a teenager um, smack dab in the teenage years and... It's just difficult, okay it's <clears throat> hormones, you know, friendships that go wrong
0: yes. we all go through yeah, that. it's <laughs>
1: just it's you know it's just a thing, and you know she was saying that she's she's just tired, yeah, she's just tired yeah. because she just wants this season of teenage life to be over with mm-hmm. and I just said, listen, you gotta, you gotta keep standing with her, you know, the teenager, because she's your safe place, and you just gotta keep walking through it. Because
0: what's the alternative? What is the alternative? <laughs> it's not one you can really even consider. Throw in the towel and do nothing.
1: Yeah, if you do that, I mean, it'll be worse. Who's just gonna? They're like saying. Yeah, who's gonna? Who's gonna teach the teenager the rights and the wrongs? You don't want them being taught by the world right so you can't
0: give up i mean i mean that is that is where and i read today in a different verse this is where you have to ask for endurance from the lord you have to ask for his strength to fill you with strength to continue to sow into your child or sow into this difficult relationship you're in or sow into working on forgiveness or so into like being firm with your finances if you're growing weary that's when you you have to tap into the Holy Spirit
1: yeah and listen I mean you have to be in the word it's as simple as that y'all you just you have to read the word that's because
0: I mean (sighs) I, I, I say this simple saying all the time that the Lord cannot lie he's not capable no of lying, so no, when he you would read not. this, he's saying, and he's let giving us not you a promise while doing good. For in due season we shall reap, if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are in the of the household of faith. Yeah. Yeah so the alternative is not good when you want to throw in the towel or give up or let your child just do whatever it is they want to do or just give up on your finance finances and just stop making payments or decide you know i'm tired of working on this forgiveness thing it's never going to happen or yeah or i'm um you know i'm i'm tired of being the one sometimes married couples i'm tired of being the one always going to my spouse to confront right. and work out problems. I'm tired of always making date nights. I'm tired of
1: leading the family spiritually yes. when when the husband needs to be the lead. Well, when the husband isn't being the lead, the responsibility falls on the, on the wife. Yes. And you have to do it.
0: Right. You have to sow, and you will reap good rewards. But I know that in that due season can make it... Um, Sound like never ending, daunting, <laughs> yes, daunting. Um, but in everything there is a season. In everything, it will pass. Mm-hmm. You know, good isn't is. There's going to be bad, and there's going to be good, but bad isn't always forever. You know, right. you have to. And there's see, something but you know what? If it's something good that you're doing, why would you want to give it up anyways? Yeah. Think about that. Right, like, if it's something that's good. And it would benefit your kids, and it's good for you to practice. Or the
1: family, or the marriage, or somebody else. It should be something else.
0: that's embedded in you. Mm-hmm. S- after a while, it should get easier, you know, that you right. constantly do it. It should get easier. At first, it might be hard, mm-hmm. but it should get easier. And it's if it's something good, you'll want to implement it as a lifelong thing. Right. You know? Yeah.
1: Sowing and reaping, that's a... Uh, that's a, a part of the doctrine that we all have to, we have to really get down. Mm-hmm. This says, um, later on in this, in this uh, devotional, it says, as I said earlier, the sowing of seeds applies to every area of life. If you constantly and habitually sow love, you will reap love. Sow patience, you will reap patience. So kindness, you will reap kindness. Sow forgiveness, you will reap forgiveness. Sow money, you will reap money. Okay, listen to that. Sow money. Tithe your money. Help other people with your money. Do good with your money. Be a good steward of your money. Listen, you may only have a dollar to put in a collection plate, or you may only have a dollar to help somebody do it. Mm-hmm. just do it and see what happens it mm-hmm. says if you sow bitterness you are going to reap bitterness if you sow strife you will reap strife mm-hmm.
0: and this is interesting the um verse oh let's see i guess it's in nine mm-hmm. where it's talking about faint yeah let verses. us not grow
1: weary in, yeah verse nine and doing good for in due season We shall reap if we do not lose heart.
0: And I guess uh, the King James Version says, um, oh, I think it's. uh, It's, It says faint. Yeah, it says faint. So this is interesting. The word faint means to loosen up, to relax. Yeah. um, Loose altogether. So this is really important, like even when you are parenting. Like if you loosen up a little. Sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> the child will recognize that, oh, and that could be a little window into, like, yeah, get a little bit more of what they want, right? You gotta be, you gotta be. I'm not saying you, you know, dictator type, right? But, Militant, but if kind you of. know 100% shadow of a doubt that this is what's best for your child, then you, stick you with it. You don't, yeah, don't teeter with that. Don't waver. Don't, don't loosen up on that. No, cuz you're the parent. Yeah, because you're you're the one with the developed
1: mind, not your teenager. Yes. Their minds
0: not there yet. Right. Right. And as they grow and they you start to trust them and they're showing responsibility yeah. then you loosen up some of the things that you know they are going to make good choices on. Yeah. Um,
1: and they can handle.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: But you gotta, you gotta give them that, you know, extend the rope a little bit more. I mm-hmm. think each year as they grow, you know, and help them learn, yeah, responsibilities and things like that. Right. That's you investing, sewing into your kids, right?
0: And that's the biggest thing I got out of this. Was sewing is a continual habitual on and on on and on thing yeah and it could be things that you want to emotionally work on you know Mm. healing or so are you even sewing into your emotional or your mental health yeah mental health physical health it could be all kinds of things so we really should walk away from this and contemplate what am i sewing into yeah and sometimes you might realize oh darn i'm I'm sowing into something I shouldn't be sowing into. Maybe you're
1: sowing into your phone too much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or even work. Do you have good balance? Right. Are you sowing in too much of work and not enough into your family?
1: Right. Yeah, very good point.
0: Yeah. Sowing and
1: reaping. That was Galatians chapter six, verse, we said uh, seven through 10, ten correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right.
0: Good stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, have a good week. All see, see you later. later.
0: Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.